A college degree certainly has its place, and that may be the best route for you to take if done for the right reason. However, college is not the answer for all. Some have to learn from the trials and errors of hard knots. Our young guest today got an early hands-on education in business, betrayal, booze, and babes. Now he's the president of an apparel business worth millions in revenue. His company has already designed jerseys for 2 Chains, Mark Cuban, Donald Trump, and Little Yachty, just to name a few. And he's just getting started. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What's up, what's up, Men of Abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community, and I am looking forward to introducing you to our featured guest today. He is a young man that has already demanded the attention of some of the biggest players in many industries. But of course, before I introduce him to you, I want to give you the opportunity to be abundant in your life today by paying it forward and sharing Men of Abundance with everyone you come in contact with. Share the website, menofabundance.com, and I make it so easy for you. Actually, I have to say Hanny Mara makes it so easy for you because I'm using a simple podcast press podcast player that is on Men of Abundance that you're probably listening to right now if you're listening online. And there's buttons there. All you have to do is either click on the iTunes to leave a review. If you haven't already done so, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on Android. You can follow on Himalaya, the new amazing podcast player. If you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure you download Himalaya for your iPhone or your for, or for your Android device. And on Himalaya, you can actually leave a comment right underneath the episode that you're listening to, which I think is really cool because I'll see it. Then I can leave a comment back. I absolutely love that feature about Himalaya, but it only takes a few seconds to share Men of Abundance and to leave a rating and review, but the impact is absolutely huge. And it's greatly appreciated, not just by myself, but to all of those that find Men of Abundance because of you sharing and leaving a review. Now, our featured guest today is an experienced digital marketing expert with global experience in social media marketing digital marketing, business development, business-to-business transactions, email marketing, and product development. He has an exceptional background in sales, product development, social media, digital, and online marketing. He also has experience in product distribution, managing tens of thousands of orders every week. As president of Jersey Champs, he has developed multiple designs on apparel totaling millions of dollars in sales. He works directly with his graphic design team to create exceptional designs and leads the sales team to run successful marketing campaigns in various social media channels. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Sean Kelly. Sean, welcome to Men of Abundance, brother. How are you doing? I'm great, Wally. How about you? I'm, I'm super excited, man. Glad you're here. Where are you at in the world? I'm in uh, New Jersey right now, Bridgewater. Of course you are. (laughs) (laughs) I was just there a couple weeks ago, man. I didn't even think about why I was so damn busy, though, the whole time. Had some other friends in the area. They were like, where you at? Let's have lunch. I was like, man, I was at the Tony Robbins um, Unleash the Power Within. And I don't know if you've ever been to any of those events, but it's literally like 12 days. I mean, 12 hours straight every single day. He didn't even give you time to go pee, man. 
wow. ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's total awesome. immersion, but it's awesome. It was so freaking amazing. It's cool. Yeah, it was actually a new work. It was about four days. Hey, uh, I like to start out this show the same way I start out any every basically every single morning. I did this morning, and it served me so well for so many years. And that is with an attitude of gratitude. What do you have to be grateful for today, Sean? I'm grateful for my family, my girlfriend, my dog, and everyone that cares about me. <laughs> That's a man. That is a lot to be grateful for, especially those that care about us. Yeah. In fact, it's funny that you brought that up. That you say that. In fact, because I was just somebody was posting this thing about you know say yes below if you know if uh, if you plan on being successful, and I'm like shit. I'm beyond successful. I'm freaking significant because I got people who care about me. You know. Hell yeah. I mean, I dig. I get the point. They had a picture of a jet and you know some badass sports car up there or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, well, if that's your definition of success, that's cool. More power to you. Yeah, it used to be mine too. No big deal. Yeah, it used to be mine as well. Yeah, I get that. So, how would you describe yourself? Talking about that, how would you describe yourself today? And kind of share a little bit about how that differs from how you saw yourself a couple of years ago. Yeah, so I'm 21 years old. Uh, I'm a college dropout, and I think I've changed a lot in the past few years because I completely cut smoking and drinking, which a lot of kids my age do. But I've been mm-hmm. clean for two years now. Um, so, like, while all my friends are going out to bars and stuff, I just stay inside and work. Uh, I'm a very hard worker, motivated, and um, I think that's probably my strongest trait for business because i just try to outwork my competition yeah i dig that it's it's obvious and everything that you got going on and your generation i mean i'm almost 50 but i i I pay very close attention to your generation i mean i've got my boy is 24 my oldest is 24 my middle son's 19 yeah and i just see that you know everybody's down on this whole millennial type of you know talk and i i just don't subscribe to that because what i see and people of your age that are coming up and and making the decision to get away from the drugs and alcohol, and even those of you that are starting a business and and doing so many amazing things in your life, you're doing it for a purpose, not just for the purpose of making money and and being this huge success, but yeah. actually a purpose. And and that's what I see in a lot of the people that are in your age group. Yeah, for sure. How is uh? With Jersey Champs, I was pretty pretty broke the first two years. I didn't pay myself. I was just trying to build an empire, and that's always been my goal with it because I wanted long term uh, business, not just a short term money scheme. You know. Yeah, and I see that. And you know, when I look at when, when you and I first got connected, um, I, I really started looking at what it is that you were doing, and I saw that you're a college dropout. And despite many people's thoughts processes on that, and we can get into that later on in the conversation for sure, because I certainly have my thought process on it is you took this idea of jerseys, which is like, okay, you're not the first guy to come up with the idea of making these jerseys, but you put your own spin on it and really made some amazing jerseys i mean it's amazing just amazing logos you you made it completely yours and oh by the way you got a lot of big names on board as well how did all that come about where did that come from yeah so i knew jerseys um you know nfl and nba jerseys are very expensive so Mm -hmm. i knew that there was a good opportunity in the market there to um just kind of make my own jerseys and sell them for half the price so that's what i did and then i slowly worked my way up from like rappers you've never heard of celebrities you never heard of like those guys and then eventually just kept building up and then worked my way up to the first big guy we landed was probably mark cuban 
And my friend was working for him at the time. So we managed to get a custom Shark Tank jersey out to him. And then from there, we used him as leverage to acquire all the other celebrities. So now we got a big resume and it's easier to, to get new celebrities on board, you know? <laughs> oh, man. I absolutely love it. I love it. And that is just exactly how I see so many people that look like they, quote unquote, came out of nowhere and they didn't. They by far didn't. And you just went out there and grabbed uh, Mark Cuban's definitely somebody to get a hold of in, in that regard. And then you added value to him. You gave him a, a jersey of that was customized the way he wanted it. Mm-hmm. And bam, there you go. Hell yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, it was really hard at first. I remember sending emails out to managers and direct messaging people like eight to 10 hours a day at first. So it wasn't easy at all. Yeah, I get that because I've been in that arena myself. Uh, people that I wanted to have conversations with there that aren't easy to get a hold of. Um, once you get a hold of that one person and you have that one degree of separation, it's so much easier to get a hold of the next person, the next person, the next yeah. person. And listen, guys, we're talking about higher level people as far as, you know, building a business. But when you're looking at your relationships and there's that one person that feel is so far out your reach, I'm telling you that chances are she is not you know people look at somebody like yourself that's got so much success and apparent appearingly so quickly and we know it's that's not true but no. along the way you have a few kick in the gut moments i'm sure um, yeah i'd love for you to share one of those kick in the gut moments with us and really make us feel that yeah i've had quite a few so when i was first starting out um i had an etsy account and it was linked to my um, my ex girlfriend's bank account at the time, and when we uh, like ended things or whatever, she took all the money. So at the time it was like three thousand dollars, and that was a lot back then. Mm-hmm. So I learned to really just keep my finances to myself from there on, and not really give out that information to even my closest friends, just my family only, because that actually ended up happening two more times to me. My uh, ex business partners each stole ten grand from me, so mm. it's just a learning process, I guess. And yeah, I never got any of the money back. Yeah, and I can feel that. I've talked to guys who have lost half a million, couple million, uh, in a similar situation. What did you do in that initially? I mean, just make us feel that initial uh, feelings that you felt on each of those oca- in in each of those occasions. I'm sure it was different each time, but. Um, what did you feel at that moment that you noticed that that had happened? Yeah, so with my ex-girlfriend, that one probably hurt the most because um, I really dedicated like that whole year or two to her. So I wasn't really hanging out with my other friends. So when I lost her and then she took the money, it was really hard for me to rebound from that. I was depressed and I had anxiety. And then once I recovered from that, the business partner, he took 10 grand and then it was kind of complicated, but my PayPal got locked. So we hooked up his PayPal to the store and then he just never gave me the money from the sales. So it was a huge mess and it was tough, but now I know just to keep everything in my own accounts. So with your business partner, how much, um, other than money, well, even, even money, how much equity did he have in your business as far as money, time, efforts, skills, all that kind of stuff? Luckily, no equity, but he was working a lot at the time, and I was going to give him a ve- equity eventually, probably. Mm-hmm. But thank God it never got to that point. I think he got too greedy and just took the money and left. 
Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at is, you know, what what drives somebody to be so greedy to not see the bigger picture and take the take the quick win? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, what really turned me off was he kept asking me to pay him, but I wasn't even paying myself. Mm-hmm. And um, if you wanted to be a partner, then that's kind of the wrong attitude in my eyes. Yeah, so I guess I never paid him. And then he just ended up taking the money and leaving. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you do different in that regard? I guess I should have put him on salary first before making him a partner. So it was partially my fault. But um, it was still a tough blow because it was during Black Friday of 2016. Mm-hmm. And uh, that 10-20 grand for us almost put us out of business. Yeah, and one other thing that I know that works as well is at the very least – sitting down with all the partners involved and saying, Hey, look guys, this is where we're at in the business. I got you need income. It's not coming from this source, find Mm -hmm. some other income. And you know, I I need your time and efforts here, but understand we're not getting paid at least not right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was really broke the first two years. Like I said, I didn't pay myself a single penny. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's tough. It's tough, especially for people who are coming in. They got family, they got bills, and all this other kind of stuff. But it's got to be understood from the very beginning in in that regard. So yeah, I get that. And then, I mean, you guys could your business could have completely gone under. Why didn't it? What what did you do to ensure that it stayed afloat? Yeah, the only reason it didn't go under was because the Black Friday sales and the Cubs have just won the World Series and we made a, a sick um, Champs 108 design because it was the first time they won in 108 years. And mm. then we ended up selling like over a million dollars of that jersey, so it kept us afloat. But we were very tied back in um, inventory and our shipping speed slowed down a lot. Damn, that's freaking awesome, man. It's all, you know, you got to, guys, you know, there's there's a lot to be said. You know I'm big about taking action and, and being responsible for everything that happens for you personally, for you in your business. Notice I'm using for you and not to you. But there is definitely, without a doubt, an element of luck in there sometimes. Time mm-hmm. is on your side. The Cubs won. You were yeah. in the right place at the right time. All, already had the skills to put this together, and bam, you know, you just it, it saved the business. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm so thankful for it because it could have gone the other way easily. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know the thing is is about about certain people, and it's, it has a little bit to do with the individual. Excuse me, it has a lot to do with the individual because of their mindset. Um, per, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, preparation and mm-hmm. all this stuff put you in the right place. You had some connections already. So you'd have figured it out. Something would have happened. It just happened in that way because the Cubs won and it was the right place and the right time. Yeah, for sure. So where are you at now? How's everything looking? Because you're not just doing um, the jerseys now. You're doing all kinds of stuff. What else you got going on? Yeah, so Jersey Champs is pretty much automated at at this point. The factory fulfills orders as they come in, so it frees up a lot of time for me now. Um, So I just started a a PR and social media agency, and I've been helping people grow their um, their socials and stuff like that. But uh, Jersey Champs is still the the main focus right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So, what are you doing with the with the PR, and what are some good news stories coming out of that so far? Um, so we basically help people get featured on some publications and stuff. So like when they Google your company, your, um, your brand has some reputation to its name. 
because they want to see good things about your company when you're being Googled. And also we help them grow their social media profiles with influencers and advertisements. Since I've been in the Instagram game for a bit, I pretty much know all the big the big players. So we work out deals with them. Very nice. And what kind of companies specifically are able to capitalize on that type of marketing? Uh, so we've been getting actually a lot of smoking tobacco related companies because those guys can't run Facebook ads through the ads manager because mm-hmm. Facebook doesn't allow them. Recently, we've been getting some CBD companies as well because they can't advertise uh, we got a few big social media pages doing that and a couple rappers and, um, hip hop artists, but we just started two months ago. So it's, it's going good. We're, we're getting about a client a day. Wow. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one of those skills that, you know, people look at, I get contacted all the time from all of these different, um, people on, let's say for instance, Instagram, I get quite a few and they're like, they'll, they'll say, Hey, I've looked at your Instagram and would you like to have, you know, this many followers and this, that, and the other. And then I go look at their Instagram and I go look at, look them up on social media and it's crickets. There's like nothing out there. I'm like, well, how the hell are you going to help me build more than what I've already got? And you yeah. only got like 20, you know, followers. How, how's that work exactly? Yeah, those guys are probably selling fake followers, but I get those all the time also. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure you do. Yeah, and and uh, how good are how good are fake followers? What is that going to do for your business? Nothing financially. It might make you look better for the moment, but anyone smart like you and I can realize that it's fake, you know. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. And it does nothing for your bottom line. And quite frankly, as you know, many have said, I'm not I'm not the only one that's, that's coined this, but I'd rather have, you know, 100 loyal followers than, you know, 2000 people that never visit the site, never come and see what I, what I have going on. Because ultimately, for me, what I'm specifically doing with men of abundance, and abundance and prosperity mastery is, I'm trying to influence people. I'm trying to get people to understand that you can live a life of abundance. You can have a life of significance. And if you want success as well, you can have that as well. It has more to do with your mindset and your decisions that you make than strategies that you might get at some course or something like that that just only offer strategies. And that's proven time and time again. So I'm trying to reach people and actually have conversations with them as opposed to just saying, hey, look at me. Yeah, man, I... I've been through some, I know I'm young, but I've been through some crazy stuff actually. Uh, like I, when I first started, I was working 15, 18 hour days and it, it really added up on my body and, and stuff. I wasn't going out at all. So I developed like severe anxiety and like my girlfriend almost dumped me cause I was barely seeing her and I actually developed agoraphobia. So I couldn't even leave my house without having an anxiety attack. You know, that, that that's interesting that you say that because one of the things that I that I hear and I've seen myself actually, there are people that of all ages, quite frankly, they're sitting on video games for 13, 14 hours a day. And as opposed to like you describe yourself working 12, 13, 14 hours a day. And the outcome seems to be about the same as far as the personal, your depression, you get into depression, you're not treating your body right, There's no, yeah. you're not developing relationships. The difference is one is more productive than the other as far as I can tell. What are your <laughs> thoughts on that? Yeah, it was more productive, I'll say that. But it got to a point where I, I just couldn't do it anymore because I'd just end up in the hospital. Like It was really bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I really cut back on the work and got more time in with my family and friends and uh even though I'm making less money now, I'm much happier. And I think that's what's more important. That is so cool that you've caught that and you've been through that already. 
uh, at your age because I know guys that are well into their 40s, 30s, 40s, even into their 50s who have been working corporate their whole adult life and then finally realize, I don't like this shit. (laughs) This sucks. My family, I've been through three divorces. My kids from all the women, you know, don't like me and don't even know who I am and so on and so forth. And then they finally decide to go make some drastic change or they just figure they're stuck and they just stay there and die there. Uh, But it's just amazing. It's so awesome that, that you made it through that. And now you're able to live your life the way you want to live your life. And what are you doing with that knowledge? Are you able to, are you mentoring anybody else or what are you doing with all that information? Uh, yeah, I'm super fortunate to have learned this so young, but um, I'm not mentoring anyone yet, but I have a few mentors and I'm so thankful that they taught me this early because it was getting really bad. Like one of my attacks led into like a partial seizure and I ended up in the hospital. So wow. it was, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. How important are those mentors to you? And have you had other mentors and coaches? Oh, yeah. So I have one in my own town. And then I have, I guess you can say the online ones, like, uh, like Gary Vee and Ty and stuff. But Mm -hmm. super, super important, I think, honestly, because when I was first starting out, I actually didn't have one. And I was just wasting a lot of time on on useless stuff. But if I had one earlier, they would have just showed me the ropes. It's, it's a good way to save time, you know? It's the, it's the best way to save time. I was just listening to an audio this morning, and I actually wrote something down in, in my journal because I journal every single day. And uh, if you want to speed things up, you absolutely must get a mentor. You must get a coach. You must connect with somebody. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned Gary Vee, and it was, we were talking about working, you know, 12-hour days, 14-hour days. <laughs> Gary Vee is one of those guys that does it. But don't get confused, guys. Uh, Gary's got his life in perspective. He knows he he knows his limits. He knows what he's doing, and he spends the time with his family. He's got it all set. So many yeah. people bash him because he works so many hours. But listen, guys, you don't know the 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 lengths that he goes to to ensure that he's able to spend the time with his family. But he also is very business dedicated as well. That's his baby. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah. So, you know, there's in I'm I'm just the opposite. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm completely opposite from Gary Vee, but I, I kind of am. I'm just that guy that just likes to be I just don't want to put in 12 hour days. Let's put it that way. Being yeah. active duty military for 25 years and gone most of my most of the time away from family. I just maximize my time with family at this point. But it's it's you, you can have that happy medium as well. Yeah, for sure. I love it, dude. That's you got an incredible story. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. So we are at the point, man, where we're going to pay it forward. You ready to do that? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take just a minute to lift up and introduce you to somebody who was recently introduced to me. And I think she's just an amazing person on a mission to ensure that you do not lose something precious in your life. And I know you may have that piece of jewelry that's been in your family for many years, regardless of its monetary value. It has a lot of personal value to you and it is priceless to you, which may be why you haven't been wearing it as much as you would like to because one, the clasp may be very small and difficult for you to put on. I know personally, when my wife asked me to help her put some of her jewelry on, like a necklace or a bracelet, it's hard for me to see those teeny tiny little clasps. And since my fingers, I I have arthritis in my hands, it's hard for me to put those clasps on to open them up. Now, an alternative has been the magnets. But I got to tell you, for magnets, for me, that causes some anxiety. 
because I'm always afraid that those magnets are just going to bust loose and the jewelry is going to be gone. And that's why Maria Gibbs invented the cinch clasp. This cinch clasp connects to any jewelry and it even has up to three from one, two, and three connections so you can connect multiple pieces and it's so simple to connect and it can even be used for somebody like myself who has a hard time seeing and a hard time holding the tiny little clasps. You just push in on the button, push them together and the same thing to take it off and it's super secure. So you don't have to walk around with the anxiety of losing and consistently checking your necklace or consistently checking your bracelet to make sure it's still there because the cinch clasp securely holds your jewelry in place. So Maria, I want to personally thank you for inventing such an amazing product. And for those of you who want to wear your precious jewelry without the anxiety of losing it and making it much easier to put on, then go to celestialclasp.com or you can just go to the show notes of this episode and I will have the link linked up there just for you to click on so that you can go directly to celestialclasp.com. And get to know Maria yourself, as I have over the last couple of weeks. I know you're going to like her as much as I do. And you're going to get to learn more about the cinch clasp and order your own cinch clasp right there from celestialclasp.com or visit the show notes of this episode. Now, let's get back to the conversation. So share with our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today. So make sure you're getting out of your house if you're like a hobbit like I used to be. Um, and if you're in terms of business, I would definitely grow your, your Instagram is the most important platform. In my opinion, I was able to build the whole company pretty much based off Instagram. So I'd take that the most serious and I would look at, um, either some YouTube videos or some courses on Facebook ads because that's how we got started as well. And we, uh, we got back like a great return on those for sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. So let me ask you a question on the Instagram one, because, you know, I'm on Instagram, I just post, you know, the the images from my shows, and then I post some quotes and stuff like that up there. Yeah. Do Would you recommend that for all types of businesses? Obviously, the apparel businesses and anybody that's building some sort of a product, but I'm more of a kind of a lifestyle uh, yeah. type. So what are your thoughts on that? So you're not selling any physical or digital product, correct? I'm just now getting started the uh, Abundance and Prosperity Mastery, which is okay. a membership site off of Facebook. It's off of social media. It's its own standalone membership site. Yeah. So I definitely, I definitely recommend getting into that because you can target all your followers. You can target all your engagers. And you can even create similar audiences compared to your followers and engagers. So Facebook's really smart at detecting similar users to your following. And those are some of our best, the best audiences to target. Awesome. So that's on Facebook. Is it the same as far as Instagram is concerned? Yeah. So Facebook owns Instagram. So you can run ads on Instagram as well or Facebook or both. Okay. Okay. So like say, for instance, if I want to, because I'm, I'm in a similar space, obviously not as big as like Tony Robbins, where I'm a, a, a life and, and business strategist. Yeah. And so if I could, you know, work kind of the same audiences, obviously, right? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. That was, so I was on the right track with as far as that's concerned. So just need to pump it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's detailed targeting, which um, has a bunch of entrepreneurs that you can target all their fans. So that'd be perfect for you. Excellent. Awesome. I appreciate that, man. So what daily habits make the biggest impact in your life? Daily habits. So I wake up, uh, I try to wake up early at least. I know a lot of, a lot of um, entrepreneurs do that. 
I try to meditate and I definitely try to exercise like four to five days a week because that's super important. When you're when you're an entrepreneur, sometimes you're just sitting all day and you got to get out. What are you reading or listening to that you'd recommend to our abundant leaders and why? Uh, so Crushing It by Gary Vee was probably my favorite book this year. That really hit the nail on social media. I, I've watched a ton of courses as well, but I'm more of a course guy than a book guy, I guess. Yeah, I dig. I've I, I read um, and listened to Crush It. What type of courses do you resonate to? Uh, I've seen all of them. Some of the best guys in the e-commerce world, I'd say, are Ezra Firestone, Ben Malal. I've seen most of Ty Lopez's courses. Those are more towards other stuff and not e-commerce, but there's some some decent knowledge in them. He talks really slow, but you can pick up stuff. The videos are like a couple hours each. I don't. Know. Are you familiar with Ty? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only name that I recognize. It's interesting that every time I have these conversations with guys like yourself and start talking about marketing or anything, it's not the mainstream guys that, that they're following, that you're following, in fact, other than Ty. It's the only one that I know of. Oh, yeah. I know super, super low-key guys that are doing like six, seven-figure days that you've probably never heard of. I love it. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not under a rock either. You know, I, I pay attention to what's going on out there. So if I haven't heard of them, I mean, it's interesting. I have these conversations as well with people that are talking about, well, capitalism and, and business owners are taking this and taking that. And I'm like, ah, you're listening. You're, you're following the wrong people, man, because if you truly follow true business owners, not the ones that are in the limelight all the time and the ones that are always on the news, and it's usually the same ones that are on the news. There are hundreds of thousands of business owners out there and, and CEOs and businesses that are for purpose. They're doing things yeah. for a reason. They're not just taking, man. 100%. Yeah, I believe in that heavily. I try to study all the um, – so I have a website that shows the top Shopify stores by traffic. So I, I always study those guys like uh, Movement Washes, Fashion Nova, and just big brands like that. Mm-hmm. I study their website. Man, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance? I feel like most people don't have the drive to just do something on their own because it actually took me like 19 years before I did something on my own. And no one really taught me to do that. I just had to just, just uh, figure it out. And like even when I was graduating high school – it was pretty much you go to college or you're a failure. That's what they taught me in my town, at least. So I pretty much just went to Rutgers University without second thought on just trying to do something else. That's one of the big conversations that I have with my own boys. So what does living a life of abundance mean to you, Sean? Yeah, so I used to think like how you used to think where it was just financially, but um, that's really changed the past year, I believe. And now it's it's like happiness is definitely a huge factor for me health is a huge factor for me and the success is just another factor but it's more of a building something meaningful to me and that's what i'm trying to do with jersey champs i'm I'm not trying to build some random brand just trying to make money you know i'm trying to build a, a jersey empire Listen, man, it's it's an honor. I've been following you for a while since we first got connected. I've been checking out what you're doing. I'm super proud to have the honor and, and honored to have this conversation with you. And I just really dig what you have going on, man. I see much, much bigger things for your future. And, and I dig what you got going on, man. So keep doing that. Live your life of abundance, man, and keep paying it forward. I look forward to seeing you, talking to you later on down the road and seeing where you're at. Awesome. Thank you so much, Wally. I had a great time and I wish you luck with everything and your family, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, just go out and live your life of abundance, man. Take care. Take care.
Alright guys, regardless of where you're at in life, regardless of your age, vocation, industry, whatever it is, take inventory of what's important in your life. This is the biggest theme of living a life of abundance, is taking inventory of what's important in your life and start putting focus on that. Now of course, as Jim Rohn used to say, money is not the most important thing in the world, but it ranks right up there with oxygen. It is important. I never want to minimize the significance of that. But when you put people first and adding value to people first before you add value to money and to material objects, you get so much more in your life. You actually get more and better relationships. You actually start getting more and better connections. And yes, you actually start getting more money into your life. It's just the way that it works. This I'm living proof of this. This is why I started this Men of Abundance movement and this abundance journey. And I want that for you. I want you to live your life of abundance. And in order for you to do so, you have to start being grateful for what you have today. Start paying it forward however you feel is going to make the greatest impact in time, treasures, or talents, or all the above. Now, go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.